You're here, which means that you've found spirit crumbs, leading you to your inner light worker. I will be sharing how these tiny little hints from the universe have led me to where I am today. I hope that by hearing my story and the stories of others, you'll pick up your own spirit crumbs along the way that will lead you to somewhere magical. Thanks for coming along for the journey. Let's see where it takes us. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Spirit Crumbs. I am your host, Andrea McCallum, and I am an artist and a healing energy facilitator. This week, I'm talking about something that's come up a few times in the last week for myself, which is a combination of radical self-responsibility and also finding support. It's kind of a theme that is two sides of the same coin or the same energy. And this all started last week when in a few different sources, a movie, a show, and a podcast, I heard the same analogy being used different ways. And it was this concept of the fact that each person has like a backpack with them. One example was a positive thing saying that we all come in with this backpack of gifts and unique challenges and obstacles and that we just have to figure out what to do with that and that it's like a gift, right? It's what we come in here in this lifetime to learn, to express, to share. And the other side of it was that people who are using it as an example of like going into a relationship, everyone brings their own baggage to it. And that you have to decide if you can coexist or accept what the other person has in their baggage and kind of comparing your baggage and saying, is this compatible? Do we have enough tools to make this work based on what we each bring to the table? The fact that I heard the same analogy a few times, I was like, okay, I'm going to write this down because I feel like this is going somewhere, but I don't know what context because they're very different ways of looking at it. And until today, today's Monday, you're hearing this on Tuesday. And it was another week where I was like, I know this is going somewhere, but I'm not quite ready to record. I don't know exactly what to go with in this theme. And then today I was asking my guide, as I often do when I'm at this point where I don't know what to talk about. I was like, let's just see what comes to mind. Can you inspire me? And of course, it usually comes in multiple ways. And so, of course, partly shower download, partly my cards for this morning, partly just random downloads. I saw how this is all fitting together for this particular point in time because we are in Gemini season, which is about communicating, networking, thinking, changing our mindset. There's a full moon today when you're listening in Sagittarius, which is like the higher expression of learning and wisdom. And also about curiosity and optimism. So I think in terms of the timing of all of this coming together, it's also right before solstice. And those of you who have been listening or following me on Instagram since last year, the energy that came up for me over and over and over again <laughs> around that time was not so much the Gemini archetype, but Leo and the solar plexus and confidence and shining. That's kind of the energy. And that sort of was coming to mind again today. And 
So when I looked at these backpack analogies today, after having some of these insights that I'll share, what really came clearly to me was that both of these sides of the analogy, both bringing in to this lifetime and into relationships, can also be seen as ways of relating to ourselves. I think we talk a lot about boundaries and relationships in terms of interpersonal with other people, but sometimes there's two parts of ourselves. And I think that's where the Gemini comes in, where I think we all have the side of ourselves that knows what we should be doing. It's kind of like the Saturn energy of like, this is the discipline. This is what I know I should be doing. This is what feels like it's true to myself. But then there's the other side of us that's living in our stories. That's the side of us that has this baggage that we're bringing in, the ego, all of these things that are also parts of ourselves, but maybe they're just taking up more space, right? They're filling up the backpack. It's the bulky things that you bring that like maybe you don't need to use very often, but they just take up a lot of space. And sometimes the things we need the most, we have to cram into a pocket. And it's a matter of maybe taking everything out and repacking. I think that's part of the analogy is that we may be packed in a rush and then we haven't looked at it. Maybe you could take things out and roll some things up or fold things better. You know how things like if you take a bunch of clothing and you just kind of throw it in and smush it in versus when you actually fold it nicely and like you all of a sudden have all this extra space because you've taken it out and looked at the best way to pack each thing. So I think there is this part of us where we do sometimes need to empty it out and reassess. And I think with this Mercury retrograde, that's the energy we've been in. We've been shown, okay, you have this skill or you have this talent that you crammed in a side pocket and it's been zipped up since two years ago, right? And now it's like, okay, the thing that was taking up all the space was this story that you're not capable or you always fail when you try something new. And maybe that actually could be folded up smaller. I'm seeing it now as like a blow up raft and you're trying to cram it in with the air still in it when really you could like release the air, fold it up and like put that in the side pocket. So I think it's like, what have we inflated in our lives and allowed to take up too much space in terms of our past experiences, maybe we're kind of in the victim mode a little bit of like, this happened to me. This is why I can't do X, Y, Z. These are the things holding me back. And yes, we absolutely have challenges that are very real, that we can't fold away into a side pocket, that, that are very present in our daily life and in the structures around us in the world. But we do kind of need to take ownership of like, this is what I have. This is in my backpack. These are my challenges. These are my gifts. They are given to me and I need to figure out the best way to use them. And part of the analogy that came to me as I was brainstorming about how to bring this into an episode was that part of the acceptance and owning it is even though I've never been on a plane, I have always just worked paycheck to paycheck and always just worked extra, barely even took time off. And something though that I know of that I've seen where whenever somebody gets insecurity in the airport and they're kind of being pulled aside, one of the questions that is always asked is, did you pack your bag yourself? 
did somebody else pack this for you or did you pack this yourself? I think if we look at it from the fact that we decide what to carry with us, that's the phrase that came to mind. We decide what we continue to carry. At any point, it's your backpack. You could take something out and throw it away. You could give it to someone else. You could share it. You could put it somewhere else where you're not physically carrying it. You could put it away in a tote somewhere in case you need it later, but you don't have to physically have that with you. So I think the idea that although we may own a lot of these stories, these things might be part of us, they might be things that we do carry throughout our life, but it doesn't mean we need to physically have them on us at all times. And I think taking responsibility for the fact that Yes, maybe somebody gave me some of these things. Like maybe I didn't ask for some of these traumas. I didn't ask for some of these experiences. And maybe there's little pieces of them that you do carry all the time. You can't help that. Those are part of you and that's fine. That's okay. That can be in the bag with you. But maybe you don't carry it inflated. Maybe you deflate it a little bit and allow the things that bring you joy to be taking up more space in the backpack. The other way of looking at this is you get to choose for each of these things you're carrying if it's baggage, if it's something that's weighing you down, if it's something that's excess, or if it's a resource, if it's something that you can draw strength from, that you can really empower yourself with. And that could be having an experience that was really difficult that you now know how to handle it. You have now learn something about the strength that you have, and it's something that maybe you can help others with. So there is this idea of just seeing two sides of each thing. And where this kind of comes into the cards that I pulled today is that I had been thinking about these themes. And when I pulled the first card, it was the dragon card. And this is another solar plexus card. It's from the animal spirit deck. It's talking about the part of you that is observing the human you, right? The part of you that sees what you're doing and is aware of the thoughts you're having. It's the awareness. And the concept behind this card is that once you're aware of it, this lights a spark within you of like knowing who you truly are, knowing what part of yourself is the real part of yourself, knowing what part of you has all of the gifts and has this spark from within that lights you up. And it's interesting because I don't often light a candle when I'm doing my cards. I only do once in a while. And today was one of those days. And it talks about the flame, right? I pulled a card yesterday about fire that was about allowing this spark within you to be shared, to be seen. And that's, again, tying into that Leo energy that last year I felt around this time as well. I also pulled the six card, moving on. In the Psychic Tarot deck, this is about taking your lessons and moving forward. This is a time to leave behind those stories. And with that, I pulled the Four of Wands, which is about celebrating where you're at and appreciating the community around you who loves you and wants to celebrate you and having a sense of wonder of how far you've come. I think these energies really work well together. I don't think it's a coincidence that they're coming through together at this time. And for myself, an example of that is that I graduated last year. And because of COVID, obviously, we didn't have like a full graduation ceremony. I did share when I received my diploma in the mail. 
But this year, I was offered the opportunity to do an in-person convocation ceremony. And even though I'd been planning on doing it originally, I just was like, I don't want to do this. And I was thinking, like, is this me hiding? Is this me, you know, doing what I usually do and avoiding recognition? And I was like, kind of. But I also just don't really feel like this kind of a ceremony, right? It's just like a whole bunch of people and most of the people I know are not doing it. And for me, even though like celebrating with friends and family would be really nice, especially with my family, I just was like, this particular ceremony doesn't mean anything that much to me. Like it does, I accomplish a big thing, but that doesn't feel like a way that would feel expansive for me to celebrate. But then following that, I received an email inviting me to a ceremony for the College of Arts undergrad awards ceremony, which is smaller. It's in a smaller venue, a venue within the Arboretum, as you all know, I love. And I thought to myself, you know what, this is for my printmaking award. And that actually means a lot to me. And I think receiving that in person when I'm trying to focus on creativity and I graduated for art. So I feel like this actually does mean more to me. You could bring a couple of guests. And so I asked my parents and of course they were like, yes, we would love to come. And so that's what I decided to celebrate with. Every day since I decided to do it, I've gotten either the recognition and awards or this four of wands or the three of cups, you know, rejoice and celebrate. I do feel like I'm being acknowledged by my guides for actually allowing myself to be seen. And because this is around the full moon tomorrow and then solstice, this is happening in between those two dates. I think that it's just beautiful timing for it. Thinking back to this Leo and lion energy, last year I was very much focused on being seen and like the confidence and feeling pride in where you are. And today I pulled the Leo card. That was the card from the Heavenly Bodies astrology deck that I pulled. The timing of it was when I was actively in my head thinking about solstice because I knew I was going to be recording this. And I was like, yeah, you know what? This is weird because I was thinking about lions nonstop last year. Like I just couldn't stop thinking about lions. And then I pulled the Leo card. And when I looked at it, it talks about creativity, but the word loyalty is on there. And when I started thinking about it, when I think of loyalty and I originally look at it, I think of you know, being loyal to your friends and family. It talks about being heart-centered. And those are very true. But I also now was seeing it today as loyalty to yourself. And on the other side of the pride, being able to admit fault, because that's one of the shadows of the card, is not being able to admit fault. This is part of that radical responsibility that was coming to mind. And I think sometimes we use these things in our backpack, these past traumas and stories, and challenges that we have. I'm just going to ignore the siren if you can hear it. <laughs> we sometimes use those as excuses or reasons why we are not showing up in the way that we want to show up. And I'm guilty of that as well. And more recently, what I've been trying to do is wherever I see these things that I feel coming up or that I think, okay, <clears throat> you know what, if this is really a challenge, maybe my job now is to find a solution instead of just spinning my wheels and seeing the same patterns. For example, me taking my Thursdays off, I've realized that like 
it's good because it gives me a day where I rest, but I'm not using it for the creativity, which is what I intended for it, right? Which is in the same realm of themes of this like creativity and confidence and showing up authentically. And when I looked at it, I was like, okay, what is happening? What is the cycle that is happening here? I realized a few weeks ago that I have the tools in place. I have great tools. I have my color-coded tasks on my dry erase board. I have my timer app. I have spaces that I can work in with like whatever task I have in mind. But I realized that that is great. And when those things are working, they're working really well. And I'm super productive. But there's days when I physically cannot do the things. And I tried more meditation. I've tried different supplements, different food choices. I've tried a lot of things. I've been taking walks more. I've been using up my energy in different ways, hoping that that would help me sit longer. And I realized, you know what? Sometimes what we have in our backpack, all of the tools that we have, everything we've gathered over time, sometimes we still need something else, right? Your backpack is only what you could physically carry with you all the time. Sometimes things are outside of that, right? Sometimes things are on a shelf somewhere or sometimes they're in someone else. Like maybe you look at your community around you and see who might have tools to support you. If you have a partner or people that you live with, maybe they can be part of that extended backpack like that. You're pooling your resources. Maybe they're really good at staying focused and you can just mimic their movements like body doubling, which I think I've mentioned before, where maybe when you see them working, that's when you try to work. Or maybe they can just nudge you or remind you when there's something that you need help organizing. Maybe there's just certain tasks that they can take on and then you can do more of the tasks that you enjoy doing. That could be part of the process. But sometimes there's things that just are not a physical, tangible thing that you can gather and put in the backpack, right? I'm not going to talk about it too much because it's very new, but I did get diagnosed with ADHD, both inattentive and hyperactive. This is not something that I want to use as an excuse or something that is one of these backpack challenges to pull out for when I'm not getting things done, but it does explain why sometimes I'm not getting things done. And sometimes even with all of the tools and my best intentions, I'm still just not able to complete things as I would like to. And being so Capricorn and so determined to do things, it's very frustrating. But what happened was I got the diagnosis and part of the program is that they can offer medication. And it's something that, of course, I avoid for anything. But I thought, you know what? I can't keep going through these cycles. And I had this long conversation with the clinician that I was speaking with and we kind of agreed that I do have great tools and it was great to hear that reflected back to me. Like I am doing a lot of the things that they would normally suggest and that like I'm seeking out whatever support I can that is helpful. But sometimes we do just need a little bit of help. And my thinking behind this is like, okay, I will do this regularly for a while, see how it helps. And if it does help, great. Once I've used this tool, the medication to create better systems and to get caught up in things that have been overwhelming me, maybe then I can cut back a little bit and not take it all the time or figure out what days I do want to take it when I want to really focus on getting work done so that I can be creative. And then if I enjoy and feel really good taking it all the time, maybe I'll take it all the time. But 
I had to realize that like I can only do so much on my own with what's in my backpack. I have a lot of great tools in there, but if I don't have the motivation or the attention to use them, then they're not really very helpful. So that was something that I had to kind of lean into in the last couple of weeks and, you know, being stubbornly independent <laughs> and having that pride, like, no, I can do this myself, is not really being loyal to myself. It's not really supporting myself. It's not owning what the reality is. And if I'm going to really be loyal and support myself, if I was supporting someone else, I wouldn't let them run in circles over and over if they were asking for my help. I would try to help them find the right tools. Obviously, I'm asking myself for help. I'm like continually trying to figure this out. But it's like, okay, if me, myself, and I, you know, if we are not figuring it out, clearly there's got to be someone who that is their tool, right? The backpack of these clinicians is that like, that is their expertise. They know what the solutions are. They have the access to these things that I maybe don't have. I also was listening to the 12 Post podcast. I've been listening to it for quite a while. And as I've said before, I sometimes skip over episodes if they're not relevant to me at the time. But I was looking for something to listen to on the weekend. And I happened to get to this episode that I had skipped that was about the host being on medication for ADHD and how she actually feels that it helps her be more intuitive because she's not so distracted and she has more clarity. And that was something that was so validating for me because obviously doing the work that I do and knowing that I'm trying to lean more into my intuition and into the creativity, that was really, really affirming for me to think, okay, this could actually be a way of inflating the other pieces that I'm not. I've had a lot of trouble, as you guys know, with the creativity and allowing myself to rest and flow. And this could be a way of inflating those things and deflating the patterns that I've been running up against, which is the pride and the stubbornness of like, just keep trying yourself, just work harder, right? Try harder. And that is obviously not working. The other really fun shower download that I had today, though, that was kind of like leading me back into this topic was I had an affirmation or like a mantra come to mind that was, I'm trying to remember it because I didn't write it down. It was, I am aging backwards through joy, hope, and wonder. I was like, why am I thinking of this? And I noticed that like my skin looks clearer and I just was feeling a bit lighter. Last week, also coincidental timing, I had been telling my emotional code practitioner for a couple of weeks that I was going to take a break after this session last week ahead of time. I was like, just so you know, like, I don't know why, but my guides are kind of telling me I need to take a break from this. And in that session, that last session, we cleared my heart wall, which is amazing. It means that I'm feeling more open in my heart. And what that means is more joy, more love and more openness, more emotions. And the fact that I had this shower download today, I was like, oh, it's true. It's feeling more childlike. It's feeling more awe and wonder. As much as it kind of feels hard sometimes to look at owning these difficult parts of ourselves, when we do, it saves so much mental space because I thought about it, like how much time I spend in a week 
being mad at myself and frustrated and not able to focus and being at the end of the day just defeated. Start out the days and nights with such great motivation. All it takes is like one train of thought to move me away from what I was doing. Like even today, I don't even know honestly what I was doing, but my intention was to come in here and sit down and do this and do my cards. And I got up like six times with like random things. And then all of a sudden, I don't know what got me into this train of thought, but I was like, where's my Fitbit? <laughs> like, where's my Fitbit? And I looked everywhere. I kept imagining places where I knew I'd seen it, kept wandering in circles. And then in that train of thought, I started thinking of something else, which now I can't remember because I remember being like, oh, wait, I was looking for my Fitbit. Went back to look for my Fitbit. I was like, why am I looking for that? I don't need that right now. That has nothing to do with what I was just about to do. And I lost an hour, an hour, just wandering in circles, looking for something that I don't need right now. It's these things that happen where it's involuntary. I'm not intentionally doing it. And I know in my head, like, I don't need to be doing this, but like, I'm so determined to do that one thing. This other side of it, thinking like, it's also a Leo energy, right? It's the fifth house. It's play. It's fun. It's creativity. And realizing that the more you can own the areas that are holding you back and find ways of reframing them and supporting yourself and looking for more resources and tools, then things become more automatic and there's more space for that joy, for that creativity. I know even the last months or two since I've been implementing more of these tools, on the days when they're working, they're great. And I actually in the evening will do a bit of watercolor or do something fun or like bake something because I have this extra energy. But when I'm just burning all this energy with mental space and not achieving, which is most of the days, I don't do anything creative. And my Thursdays when I take the time off are just recovering. I'm really looking forward to putting some of these new tools in place to clear up my energy so that I can focus and get things done in a general time frame that feels good so that then I have extra time. So instead of spending hours on things that are frustrating or being frustrated, which I'm sure will still happen, but hopefully less frequently, it opens up more space. Again, that whole affirmation of I'm aging backwards through joy, hope, and wonder, whatever combination of those things feels good to you. I don't know why aging backwards came up. I was like, why is that the phrase? But I think sometimes where we get to a point, even myself, like I'm 34, I'm almost halfway to being 35 in the year. And it's just like, at this point, I thought I would be at XYZ. Or I thought this year, by this point, I would have done X, right? There's like so much time that I've wasted, but I haven't wasted any of that time because I have a backpack that's pretty full of great experience and wisdom that I'm now ready to share. So this point in time right now is when I'm going to start taking up more space and reflecting that outwards and sharing it. Because I think to myself, how many people in my community maybe need the tools that I have, need these resources that I have? Being more open and curious and playing and sharing what comes up and sharing this playfulness and this creativity is where I want to be going. And sometimes that does take some radical responsibility and radical self reflection to do that. And then acceptance. I packed my own bag. 
this is what I felt I was going to use in this lifetime. This is what I'm carrying with me. And I get to choose, okay, I'm not carrying this anymore because I want to carry more of this. I want to pack more snacks, you know? I don't want to pack 45 kinds of sunscreen anymore. I don't need to be blocking everything out. I want to actually feel some more sunshine and have a snack. Maybe pack a bottle of wine. I don't know. You can only carry so much at a time. So why not fill it with more of the things that bring you joy that you want to share with others? Do I want to be sharing my old stories with other people? Do I want that to be what they find when they open my bag at the airport? Not really. I would love it if they were like, this seems like a cool person. Like, yeah, it looks like they've had some hard times, but look, they have all this joy. They have all this optimism. And I think with this Sagittarius full moon, you know, optimism and big hopes and dreams and adventure is a big part of it. So really feel into that energy today. If you're listening to it, you know, within a few days or sometime around this full moon on June 14th, really feel into that. Feel into like what feels good. Where would you want to go with this backpack? Where do you want to go on the next adventure? What do you want to pack moving forward? And share that with me. I would love to hear that and be inspired by what you're carrying with you for this next chapter. Again, solstice is coming up. I'm going to be doing an event. Last year I did an energetic upgrade, which was a remote session. I'm going to do that again this year. So look for that on my Instagram. It's going to be within the next week. And I also am thinking about possibly doing some sort of a live event. So I will have details in the post, but I look forward to connecting with all of you and sharing energy in whatever form that turns into. And I look forward to next week when I will probably be doing your cancer season forecast. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Spirit Crumbs. You can find me on Instagram for this podcast at Spirit Crumbs. Or you can also find me at Concrete and Crystals for my own spiritual offerings and more tidbits about my own journey. Thank you for listening and we'll see you in the next episode.